0: metallinati head over is geworden gut.
1: Hail Metal nation this is podcast from Down I'm Tim coming to you from the black void of nothingness and joining me is Dave and Matt and Matt is going to talk about his recent trip to Belgium. You were supposed to record stuff on site, but you said you didn't.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, that's not entirely true. Um, I did start recording an episode oh, okay. in Belgium, um, but I realized that I was loudly trashing Belgium in my Belgian hotel room <laughs> in, at like 4 p.m. in the afternoon and thought Everyone was there. maybe I should wait <laughs> until wow. I got back. To Los well, Estados Unidos.
1: Well, that's uh, what happened. I really
0: expressed uh, that's what my feelings.
1: <laughs> that's what happened to uh, former pa- podcast them down uh, host Ethan, who did that in Pyongyang. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's, that's, right. that's true.
0: I mean, I was talking to Ethan's parents the other day, and we really <laughs> hope, you know, maybe this is the year uh, that we can bring him back. You know, I don't know if he's living. But, you know, his body deserves to be in America, at the very least.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told him oh, it but that's idea. I we told him it was a bad I, idea I, to get a Pyongyang. I mean,
0: <laughs> in his defense, it turned out to be pretty metal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> about yeah, as metal but, as it gets. You know, e- Ethan, Ethan just Well, listen. This is very Ethan of him.
0: So that's so... You know, we keep saying that. Like, oh, you pulled an Ethan. Rah. Um... <laughs> But uh, the other idea I had um, was I was going to walk the streets of Antwerp and where I was, uh, and just kind of record uh, the episode as well. I was walking, much uh, like my uh, my hero Matt Hatman and you did
1: in Ocean City. Right. That's uh, that's but, how I <laughs> I would do it. Yes. I mean, that's
0: how I would do it. But there was a, another technical issue. Yeah. Uh, which was. Uh, I couldn't get video for that. So then I was imagining what the video presentation would be. And number two, English knowledge in Antwerp especially is very high. So again, I was worried about being uh, hit with a bicycle, uh, hit with one of those like zippy electric scooters. A uh, um, like muscles at, perhaps. Yeah, like have a, a, a handful of diamonds thrown at me. Um, get like a <laughs> Donner Kebab uh, launched at me. Hang um, on. Are you telling
2: me they have Donner Kebab in Belgium? Well, oh, absolutely. I mean, they
0: have they have Turkish
2: restaurants. And um, There's a difference.
0: I mean, it's not I it's it, I, I know you're thinking true Donner Kebab is German. Uh, I hate to break no. it to you, Dave. <laughs>
2: Turkish German, sir. Okay, the, sure. The, the
0: Turkish the, German.
2: The Turks uh, in Germany and the Turks in Belgium are using Different shawarmas.
0: I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they're the same Turks, but uh, that's neither here (laughs) nor there.
2: It's not the Turk. It's the location of the Turk, at any rate. Anyway. uh, But I should tell you
0: that one of the most metal highlights uh, is that I uh, found uh, one of my friends is actually in a Turkish... A uh, folk metal band, and I'm not going to reveal the name uh, because I I forgot it. Uh, but but I promised him that we would interview him uh, when his album comes out. They're working. Hell on an album, yeah. Um, and and so so that Tell was a, a genuinely metal find.
2: He needs to send us a promotional kit. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll get in touch with him prior um, to the interview, so we can do a metal promo and then the interview. Are
1: they a in-, in PR there, Dave? Are they based huh? are they based in uh Belgium?
0: No, no, no. He he's based in Istanbul. Uh oh, okay. and actually he had to he had to fly back because he was uh had had a concert or something the next nice. day. That's pretty metal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean that that's probably the metalist Belgium got, and it was a Turkish guy. Um just kind of spoiler alert. Um but uh, I was thinking, instead of just me telling you how metal uh, Belgium was, maybe you could uh, ask me some questions, uh, and I could explain uh, the
2: metalness of Belgium, perhaps. Now, I, before we get into that, I, I'd like to let Metal Nation know that on my honeymoon with my brand new lady wife in 2019, we traveled from France into the Low Countries and spent some time in Belgium. Mm-hmm. And we did some fairly metal things there. So, did you go to the French part, Belgium, or the other parts? Yes, indeed, we did. Ah, um, see, that's <laughs> that's the difference. So, uh, we were in in Bruges as well as big ah, um, French there. A day in whatever that terrible capital of theirs is. Come on okay. now. now, Brussels. No, I'm just an ugly American that can't remember Brussels. Um, yeah. So we had an interesting time at Valhalla Metal Bar. Okay. And it pretty metal. Yeah, it was pretty metal. We can get into that later. But depending on uh, how Matthew chooses to approach the metalness of Belgian, uh, you know, hospitality or food or, you know, general ambiance, I intend to oppose him in debate okay. for the general right. entertainment of the listening public.
0: I, I appreciate that. Also, uh well well Dave was telling that personal story I've been able to find uh the name of my friend's band and that is Metaphoria, M E T A F O R Y A. Uh they're a black slash death metal band. Uh they formed in 2012 in Istanbul. Check out their Instagram. Check out again? their, M E T A F O R Y A Metaphoria. Oh, there's a uh, new metal album Archives. coming we out. Should,
1: we should fix that.
0: I think we should. I think maybe I'll I'll create a Metal Archives account
2: just to put them on there. I feel um, like we're on the precipice of another Metal Archives argument about what
1: <laughs> you know. And
2: they're while I'm there, oversights.
0: maybe I'll make an entry for Body Count as well.
1: No, they're they're black death metal. They wouldn't be uh, rejected from Metal Archives. There's nothing yeah. to argue about here.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Okay, so uh, I was in Antwerp. Um, So Antwerp, uh, I believe, is the second city of Belgium. Uh, Those of you who... Oh, Antwerp is actually, according to this, the largest city in Belgium. Um, It's certainly the capital of the Flemish region, uh, which means they... Speak Dutch or or Flemish there. Uh, If you speak French, they will punch you in the face. So do not speak French uh, in Antwerp. Uh, Inexplicably, one of my companions kept trying to speak to like people in French and got very dirty looks. And I kept saying we're in the capital of flemish nationalism you really should stop doing that he's like belgium is a bilingual country
1: yeah Uh, speak english i don't know that's what michelle and i did that's pretty metal uh how how mad they get (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you don't when you don't meet their uh expectation that that you wouldn't know if you're not from there
0: uh, another great thing about Flemish in general and I think the whole kind of like Naderland's uh, indigenous languages is that they're close enough to English that the drunker you get the more you're able to speak um, and yeah, understand it's true Yeah it, it, it's sort of amazing so when you're lucid you're like what the fuck are you talking about but all of a sudden like I man in I fall I was like oh I know what the fuck that
2: is You know you Matt, know? I think that you are like me in your ability to take up languages, Uh, because I I don't know if that's normal for everybody. But like when I get drunk, case in point, at Blind Guardian, uh, one of the guys there that we had been hanging out with happened to have worked with a Swedish company and spoke fairly decent Swedish. And at the end of the show, after we were all nice and drunk, he and I had a nice little conversation in Swedish. I don't speak Swedish. -hmm. Like, I speak decent Norwegian, gutter Swedish, but I think there's something in us that unlocks our linguistic potential when we drink.
0: I mean, that is true and untrue. Uh, You know, uh, it's certainly true with Indo European languages. Sure. Uh, You know, Korean, uh, as I can attest to, does not get much better uh, when you drink. (laughs) Uh, And in fact, it gets kind of scary because you're like, wait, what? But Dutch, uh, Germanic languages, uh, Nordic languages, I I think that's fine. Um, Now, uh, maybe the best way to talk about Antwerp is to to bring you through my journey there. And then feel free to stop me along the way. Um, So, like any country where you're traveling to the largest city, uh, there is no direct flight. Um, and in fact, the best way to get to Belgium's largest city, Antwerp, uh, is either to fly to Brussels or
1: fly to Amsterdam. Ugh. I've done both of those, (laughs) (laughs) but but not to go to, uh, Antwerp. So I, so I spent a, I spent a day in Brussels and I, I enjoyed it, but here's all the things I did. Okay. I ate a street waffle. Okay. Ooh, I got a some. A street tort- waffle or a stroop waffle? Street waffle. Um. You can, you know, you can get stroop waffles. You, you know, fake ones, but you can get stroop oh, yeah. waffles at Royal Farms, which is a oh, yeah. chain of gas stations in uh, Maryland um, and, and Pennsylvania then, mm-hmm. and Delaware. Unfortunately, <laughs> and, uh, um, and uh, we went out, even though people told us not to, we went and found mannequin piss which is the, yeah. oh, which yeah. is the, little, the, the little fountain uh, statue of a boy peeing. And they're like, don't waste your time. And then we're like, "Ah, oh, let's go find it.
2: It's a and peeing statue. What do you mean? We couldn't possibly. And we got there
1: and we're like, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> so, um, but then we got more waffles. So I had a good 18 or so hours in Brussels. <laughs> How long were you in Antwerp?
2: Uh,
0: How long was I in Antwerp? Well, I landed there on Monday morning. uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was there uh, four and a quarter days. Um, uh, And I saw a lot of Antwerp. uh, A lot of long nights. uh, A lot of stumbling through streets. Um, So, uh, to get to Antwerp, after you're landing at one of these uh, airports and these uh, actual world cities, you get on the train uh, and the trains very efficient. Uh, It was about, I don't know, an hour and some change to get there from Brussels. Uh, It would have been like uh, less than two hours to get there from Amsterdam. I came from Brussels. Um, You get off the train. It's just a commuter train. Uh, So there's just like kids going to school
1: uh you shady. No place characters. For your luggage.
0: Yeah, there's there's like a, a luggage area, you know, shady I mean, characters. Um, there were a bunch of like smart ass college students playing chess uh when I got on the the train uh after my flight. And I was like, well, this is some bullshit. Um and then you get off <laughs> at the get train up,
1: station what you should do is get up behind them, and when they make a move, go Ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, I, I mean <laughs> if if I had had
0: more than an hour of sleep in the 15 hour period. I probably would have done that, but uh, what
1: you didn't get some nice sleep on the plane.
0: Uh, I did not get much nice sleep on the plane. How
1: um, is that possible? I did you know what not, I do.
0: I think I watched the Spider-Man movie and cried at Andrew Garfield's portrayal. And then <laughs> oh, no. I like had a few <laughs> a- angry minutes of sleep. That, that they got me. Um, you know, I was tired. I was very tired. And it was a Belgian airline. So, uh, you know.
2: Wait, is um, that the name of the airline?
0: Uh, it's Brussels Air, I think, is the name. Wow. It's Eurowings rebranded. Gotcha. Uh, so y- you land in, in Antwerp. Oh, sorry, uh, you get off the train. And immediately the train station is is pretty cool. It's a big classic European train station. There's a big old fancy clock, and you think, Holy shit, I'm in Europe. You grab your bags, you trundle yourself up the escalator. I step out into the street, and then you have to play the price is right thing.
1: Oh. Like the, yeah, okay. So you've stepped out into the street and. <laughs>
0: So it's uh, just a street scene. It's gray. Uh, It's about 45 degrees. Uh, There's bicycles everywhere and uh, chain restaurants. I can see a five guys. I can see a
2: five
1: guys.
0: Mm -hmm. They do. I was was like, I was like, we saw one in Brussels. Wait, what what, Uh,
1: do they speak? What do they speak there? You said Flemish, right?
0: So they speak Flemish. With, oh, cuz I was purposes, I was going to say
1: Toup, which is <laughs> which is the German one. <laughs>
0: yeah, not Pomfleiter. But, but but uh they they are um all in Antwerp at least they speak English very well and I think they speak English well just to fuck with the French or the <laughs> Walloons, right? So so uh, I understood, like, looking as I was walking around the city and looking at schools and things, um, I saw advertisements for the following languages to learn. Dutch, Flemish, English, Latin. There was a distinctive <laughs> no lack of French. <laughs> it was like uh, the no French zone. The only place I saw French was in the train station and at the zoo, um, which we'll get to later.
1: Alright, well, real quick. Uh, Looks like Brussels Airlines is part of the Star Alliance. It is oh part my. of the
2: Star Alliance in so fact.
1: So really you're just flying United. So that sucks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so yep. Matthew, did you go to Antwerp and no other Belgian cities? And I ask this because my experience in Brussels with the gray drabness is quite similar. I
0: I I I had to get back. I I had to leave later than I wanted uh to go to to Belgium and I had to stay uh, not as long as I initially uh-huh. intended. Uh, so unfortunately this time around I've only made it to Antwerp.
1: Uh-huh. So, <laughs> one more thing on Brussels Airlines. Uh-huh. You, you <laughs> go to their webpage, page, got Brussels Airlines, you scroll down, you can look for a flight, uh, you can find destinations, you can uh, there's like online check-in and then right below that is Africa our passion? Uh-huh. Yikes! Ouch. This is not well, a good look for, yeah, for a Belgian. Under travel. that, under that, it has places that they didn't colonize. But Africa's <laughs> at the top.
0: Yeah, they, there's a yeah. lot of. There's going to be some of that. Beijing, um, right. specifically,
1: board. they have Beijing, Pisa, Taipei, Manchester, Istanbul, Kuala Lumpur. Santiago de Compostela. I don't even know what that is. Santiago Uh, uh, de
2: Compostela.
0: That's in in Spain. Uh, I was going to guess Spain or South America. (laughs) It's a Catholic uh, country.
2: You know, one of them.
0: Yeah. Um, So, uh, I'm kind of nonplussed by the fact that uh, I've just walked into a shopping boulevard that I could find anywhere on the planet um e- uh, the next thing that sort of bothers me is that um the street is full of bicycles and little zippy electronic scooters, which is fine uh however Brussels i uh, sorry Belgium uh believes that if you have a small vehicle. You should be able to drive through pedestrians at the highest possible speed. <laughs> now are um, you
1: sure are you sure you just weren't the Americans standing in the bike lane which <laughs> we oh, saw in oh, no. Amsterdam? <laughs>
0: no, because I saw I saw multiple Antwerpans of various ages. Oh uh, yeah, and different. genders Mercilessly and uh, ethnicities run down. mercifully hit <laughs> <laughs> by wow. bicycles. That's, that's pretty like, metal though. <laughs> I was more nervous crossing the bike lanes, which were really just squiggly paths drawn in plazas, uh, than I was crossing the actual <laughs> roadway. Have you, um, have you
1: ever been to Cairo?
0: I've never been to Cairo.
1: I bet it's have like you've been to slo- Cairo? no, I bet it's a oh. slow-mo version of that. I've, I have not been to the continent of Africa. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it was, it wasn't, you know, even though I'm used to Southeast. But Belgium cities, has what? Um <laughs> it's just the sheer number oh. of of bicycles and zippy little scooters had no regard for pedestrians. I, I think they were aiming at some point.
2: Um, so you mentioned Southeast Asia, which has a long commuter tradition of Rickshaw's bicycles, motorbikes, all of these small powered <clears throat> one or two-wheeled things. And I don't think Europe, by and large, with the exception of the bicycle in the Netherlands, has that same tradition of experience. And so I think we see in these European cities the same thing we see here in the U.S., which is drunk fucking morons who have never been on a bicycle or a scooter renting it. They don't need to be drunk. They can just be regular morons.
0: You know, I, possibly, but these were, all, again, the the, the the operators of these vehicles We're also of all ages, ethnicities, uh, and dispositions. Um, I really just think uh, there's some failure of urban design here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another thing that I was thinking um, that made these vehicles uh, so much more dangerous is, unlike all the little motos I'm used to, you can hear them coming Mm -hmm. a mile away. But when they keep zigzagging and, and going down blind turns and are nearly silent... Uh, and, and hard to gauge how quickly they're moving, um, relative to other kinds of vehicles. Uh, you just find yourself like, uh, all of a sudden in the path. The other problem is, uh, fucking shops and restaurants will just have doors and there's the fucking bike path. So it's impossible to walk out without fruit, like getting your nose taken <laughs> off by these goddamn zippy scooters. Um, Okay, so that's so that's, so so okay, big let down there. So then the next thing I do uh is I go to my hotel. Now luckily
1: Oh, oh boy
2: uh, All right
1: he's back. he's back he's back he's back okay so so you go to your hotel and look so did you stay at another at another hotel that uh is basically just a multinational conglomerate like like the Star Alliance oh. airline?
0: You mean the Hampton by Hilton? Hampton in by Hilton? Yes, oh, yeah. I did. Yeah, interesting.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't. It
0: didn't say in though. It was just the Hampton. Hampton oh, that's interesting. by Hilton. <laughs> um, uh, so I stayed there, and initially I picked it because I wanted something somewhat close to the train station, uh, mm-hmm. because uh, I knew I had to leave early Friday morning, and I didn't want to schlep across the city.
1: So I, I, I think, yeah, I think. I have a feeling this is gonna (laughs) go tits up, but (laughs) I I think (laughs) your logic is solid. Is a good choice. Like Hilton, the Hampton is the worst Hilton until they added the loft or whatever. Yeah, the shittier one. (laughs) But you know, Homewood Suites. I've stayed in nice Homewood Suites, but I've also stayed in shitty Homewood Suites. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh. How how does this backfire? <laughs> okay, well, well, so the so bike lane goes through your bedroom. <laughs> well, directly but, through the bedroom. Essentially, yes. Uh, I'm because trying to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: not only was uh, my hotel close to the train station, oh, no. but it would be an overestimation to say that my bedroom was a hundred meters from the entrance. To the
2: train now, station now hold oh, on. No, are, are am, I, am I to understand that you're in a kind of Blues Brothers meets my cousin Vinny style sleeping arrangement?
0: No, no, and actually, this is something of a puzzle to me. Um, because there's also something else that we'll talk about very soon that's also ridiculously close to the train station. <laughs> it's um, a, a bombing range, but even though, even though. I could walk like it would have been not too much of a, a burden to leave my hotel room, uh, walk out of the main doors and get into the train station in the rain and not having an umbrella wouldn't be that big of a deal. Wow. Um, like I, it's just a hop
2: across the street. Yeah. Like under uh, a colonnade across the street and there you are.
0: Yeah. Uh, Not even under a colonnade. It literally, walk out the door, cross the street, you're there. Um, They're they're also tearing down buildings on either side of the Hampton Inn. (laughs) Um, uh, So, maybe... But I didn't hear any of that construction either. Um, Weirdly, there was also a diamond store um, in the same physical building, and part of me thought that tearing down the buildings was some part of some like ingenious heist. Oh, yes. Uh, but
2: at least when I was yeah. there, the we've got all the permits. It's all in order.
0: Uh okay. Um so I'm there. Uh, and basically I just hang out in my room, uh, watch Wait, the Queen's funeral. <laughs> Real quick, you were
1: on uh-huh. Pelican Street.
0: <laughs> I was on Pelican Street. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking uh, at the not, map. I'm looking I at the uh the any Pelicans though.
1: Yeah, well they probably Oh, wow. I'm looking at the uh, street view now. Yeah. Wow. It's right the fuck across the street. And that street <laughs> is <it>. tiny. <laughs>
0: okay. However, uh, if you're looking on the Google street view, um, see how uh, there's a gray building next to the Hampton Inn. Or which way? Uh, look, like, Look,
1: standing at the Hampton Inn. Do you go... Left? Yeah,
0: look at the doors of the
1: Hampton Inn. Yeah, I'm looking at them.
0: Alright, now you see right oh, I, to... I see the
1: jewelry store. <laughs>
0: Uh huh. okay the jewelry store is on the left look to the right and see that gray
1: building uh no because there's a big empty hole there
0: oh it's a hole okay so I was looking <laughs> at another photo where it's a building but yeah that's a <laughs> hole uh, uh yeah uh so um you know I hadn't slept for a while so I you know oh, I that's the them. bike
1: lane I see the bike lane too yeah, it's, it's just it's, fucking nuts it's like there's a very wide sidewalk and just bisecting it right in the yeah. middle <laughs> Like bike how lane. do you? It's impossible to get from one side of the
0: street to the other uh, without traipsing through the bike lane, and then <laughs> you, there's the 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 Dude. pedestrian boulevard goes that way. I had to cross that fucking bike lane three times to go anywhere,
1: right? And there are benches. Uh, presumably for people to sit on mere inches away from the bike. Lane.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm I'm glad we live in a a, a time where my
2: the, my uh, my crazy boasts can be corroborated. Now, this is madness. I, I I too am looking at it right now. <laughs> what the? F- it's a beautiful train station. I, it's Rot, the, wrought the, iron the painted station, crimson. Oh my! If you want to see
0: something in Antwerp, go to the train station. Yeah.
2: And Don't then hop it. Right Don't back on that fucking train <laughs> yeah.
0: and go somewhere else. Okay. Uh uh, so you know, I'm there for an academic conference. I walk to the university. Um <coughs> that's fine. Um I'm a little disappointed because uh most of the main speakers at the conference are participating online. So they do things like stuffing us all into an auditorium and then having the person speak on Zoom. And I'm like, nice. why the fuck? Uh, are we having this um but uh you know architecture wise i would describe antwerp as if you challenged a german person to build france um (laughs) so uh you know it's like it's fine uh it's totally serviceable uh it's clearly european um it would be a good place to kidnap someone uh because uh they would have no idea like uh where in the world uh, they were yeah uh, what street is this just yeah. continental europe uh if you much like uh the czech republic like if you're filming a movie uh and you want to recreate one of the great cities of europe you can probably do it in the cheap in antwerp um you'll get <laughs> kind of the vistas uh, it's that mix of like very modern kind of mid 20th century architecture for obvious reasons uh, and kind of like old restored yeah. architecture. But uh, it's also kind of done cheaply. Uh, so, Which for is example, weird considering
1: all these fucking diamond stores
0: yeah well like I mean, around maybe, the corner there's there's literally 12 of them oh there's so many fucking diamond stores next to me i mean i felt pretty safe because
2: i was like no one's gonna murder me when there's just a diamond <laughs> store right there um,
1: so,
2: that was so, not my experience in brussels by the way if you want to get what? to that later
1: oh and by the way all the all the street view is on a nice sunny day <laughs> oh
2: yeah
0: it must have been like the one day a year. Um, so uh, <clears throat> you know, like you walk around, uh, but nothing really fits. Like they they have a big cathedral, um, but usually like a big cathedral is like in a plaza. Um, but it's just kind of like there. It's like yeah, here's the cathedral. They have like <laughs> a, a market square with a really imposing uh. Statue fountain thing, but it's just kind of there. It's like, here's the, here's the market square, uh, and you move on. So like, there's individually cool things. Um, but it's just like, if you don't turn down that street, you'll miss it. It's not a grand city. It's not a projection of power. It's just like a bunch of shit (laughs) we threw together. Um, to the point where they have these things called guild houses. Um, and they are literally like old, Hollywood sets they're like great baroque facades uh, but when you turn down the alley they're just bullshit there's no oh. big building there it's just like a shitty ass building and a cool baroque <laughs>
1: facade well that that's, probably answers, <laughs> answers the question I was about to ask is it like the first time you play SimCity and you don't really know what you're doing and you just kind of throw shit everywhere <laughs> without yeah, any I thought mean,
0: it's not yeah, it it kind of is like that. Like nothing it's very organic in that way like it just kind of appears. Um there there's the so-called city center, but I couldn't really explain to you what made it the center <laughs> versus anywhere else.
1: Lots um, of like lots for, of uh streetcar stops.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um there's a tram, there's buses, there's cars, there's, you know, it's just, it's just like a SimCity like Sim demo where it's just like, here's all the kinds of things you can do, but there's no <laughs> order to it. Uh, it's just kind of, yeah, let's put a skyscraper here and a church there and a shitty row house there um, and like a big spindly metal and glass thing over there and it'll all be good.
1: Botanic Gardens over here, right next to the hospital.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> or my personal favorite and my highlight of my entire trip to Antwerp, the zoo, oh, which, no. if you look, is literally next to the train station.
2: <laughs> those, those I'm animals. sensing a theme here
0: again. Oh, uh, I see it.
1: Yeah, That's, yeah. that's bigger than the uh, the city park.
0: <laughs> it, it it it's a very big zoo, uh, except. It's a tiny zoo uh comparatively um there's and- no there's
1: no street view inside the zoo but there are some uh some uh photo spheres <laughs> oh, so-
0: I Thanks. had to uh, I had to decide whether it was more efficient to walk through the train station or around the train station to get to the zoo. I think I walked through the train station uh, going to the zoo and walked out because, you know, the sun was peeking out from behind a cloud when I left the zoo. Um, but the zoo is a great experience because it is one of the oldest zoos in the world. Oh, no. And I, I know what, what you, that means. I know what you're <laughs> thinking, and you are absolutely right.
1: Oh, so, Let's just oh, play uh, now. I should Do I have I like a sad say, sound on here? <laughs> I, I, I should say that
0: they have modernized since 1843 when oh, the zoo well, was good. founded. Um, and here, we, here uh, we have
1: a polar bear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh actually one of the highlights uh, is Vriesland which is Friesland, right? Which oh, nice! Is where the the fucking penguins live. Um, and uh, what what flavor
1: was, of penguin were they?
0: Uh, there were actually several kinds. There were king penguins. There were macaroni penguins. Nice. Uh, there was like another kind of penguin. Uh, it reminded me of Batman Returns.
1: <laughs> Just the variety <laughs> of penguins. Um, okay, the penguins were, were a I
2: highlight. Got, I got the uh, the zoo map here. <laughs> Hi- Hippo. I've seen, so the Rhino enclosure is on Street View. Yeah. And I, I want to comment that that barrier seems woefully inadequate.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... It's,
2: 1843 style inadequate.
0: <laughs> I mean, the, the they're not... They're, It's not that bad when you're there. Um, What I think is more troubling is the uh, architecture uh, that they've chosen not to change. Um, So let me ask you a question. Um, If I was going to ask you to design a house for elephants and giraffes, Mm -hmm. uh, what would you uh, design that house
1: to be? All right. Very Um, tall ceiling. With very oh, that's correct, very tall doors mm-hmm. that can easily come and go. And they did have that. Because I assume there's an outside. There then, there is like a, a yard. Then uh ventilation for the poop. It's, uh-huh. Yeah. So far, <laughs> so far so great. Oh yeah. And then some way
2: to feed them. Okay. Okay, but you're missing a key detail. So light, I light switches. I don't know. <laughs> well, look, are you, Tim. Tim does not have an eye for decoration, that's and true. and I that's think why he's in a black void. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to decorate. Just need to light it. <laughs> if I were a Belgian zoo that was founded betwixt the Ludwigs, I imagine, uh-huh. right? Uh huh. I would make the facade as continentally african racist as possible
0: uh i am going to give you full points dave because the answer is you stick them in a giant egyptian temple for oh. some reason <laughs> and uh <laughs> just to put icing on the cake they were asian elephants
1: <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> it doesn't even make
2: sense oh my god they sense. are
1: <laughs> it's a it's a very
0: interesting recreation of Egyptian temple and you walk in there as I do and there's just a Oh, sad I see elephant. it now. I see it now. And the elephant looks at you like I don't understand why the fuck I'm in here and I'm like I can't help you um, I also got to see lots of rare and exotic birds like a red cardinal from North America, a porcupine <laughs> from North America, uh, uh, a, uh, a deer of some kind from North America. That was, you know, <laughs> that was really impressive. Um, uh, they also had a lot of uh, uh you know, Central African uh animals for some unknown reason. Um, but the best part of the zoo uh, actually wasn't an animal at all. Um, it was this fucking statue. Uh, and to this day, I haven't looked up what it means, um, but it is a clearly late 19th century statue. And it's in this nice kind of central garden area. And it is an intrepid white explorer. He's very ripped, uh, and his horse, and they're being savagely eaten by lions. Oh,
1: that's I, awesome. Is it by I the lion know. pen?
0: One would assume. No, it's nowhere
2: near the lion pen. It's closest to the penguins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah, I see that there's a flamingo plying. There
0: is a flamingo pline. Uh the <laughs> flamingos were quite loud. I'll I'll put a picture of this uh of this statue in, I the, gotta in see the
1: statue. Well, that stat- that'll probably be the episode image.
0: <laughs> oh no, where's hold on, the, hold on. Where is the penguin uh, house? That's the real question.
1: The well, penguins uh, are in two flat. places it appears. Uh,
0: there you go. That's the <laughs> uh, that's the uh uh statue. I'll I'll send you a better picture of the statue Tim for the thing. But yeah, it's just uh I'm not sure what's going on here. Oh, they're definitely getting eaten by lions. They're getting eaten the fuck by lions. Um,
2: Yikes.
1: This is is epic. I love this.
0: (laughs) That's the most
2: metal thing yet. I feel bad for the horse, of course.
0: (laughs) And it's in such a beautiful little park. Um, So that is, is hands down, the most brutal, epic, and metal (laughs) thing in all of Antwerp. Um, And the flamingos are a close second. Um, Also... (laughs) You'd be interested to learn that the opera house is right there. Uh, why is the opera house right there next to the zoo and the train station?
2: Well, I've got an answer. What? Okay, go ahead. Historically speaking, it was very costly and dangerous to transport animals for live opera. Uh, so it behooved the opera companies to build their opera <laughs> houses as near as possible to the city zoo in order to source animals for extravagant, excuse me, extravagant productions such as Aida, you know, and others that would necessitate large onstage contingents of wild animals.
0: I mean, Dave is actually correct here. Um, And originally, (laughs) originally the opera house was the zoo's theater. (laughs) So the zoo had a theater, uh, and then they just decided to To make that theater the opera house,
2: to stick to Um, zooing. I mean,
1: yeah, you know, they they were like, uh, you know, we've had enough. I I think it's like uh, King Kong, you know, they bring them in, yeah, put them on the stage, Uh, charge everyone a nickel, yeah, throw them back in the zoo.
0: (laughs) Now, uh, this this uh, weird camel thing is on top of the uh, opera house when it was originally the zoo playhouse. Um, another. Another good thing about the Antwerp Zoo is I've done some research, and unlike the Berlin Zoo, uh, which is equally as old, um, or a little younger, but, but still a 19th century zoo, as far as I know, there was never a human displayed at the Antwerp Zoo, unlike oh. the Berlin Zoo. Right, right. Um, so you can visit it with a little less horrible dread in your soul. <laughs> Um, So that's another good thing about the Antwerp Zoo. Uh, I would give the Antwerp Zoo uh, uh, two solid ears uh, and two solid eyes. Now, are we talking flippers?
2: And I don't mean this any sort of (laughs) human sense, Uh but but are those two Asian ears or two African ears? I'm gonna have to give them African
0: ears, even though there's only Asian elephants at the zoo. But as as you know, the African elephants' ears are much bigger. Absolutely. Uh, so that's that's that
2: um yeah and uh how is the food I'm curious about the food real quick
1: it looks like they built that Egyptian temple in the zoo uh in 1856 yeah I mean they could not fucking wait to jam those (laughs) animals into the Egyptian temple it was (laughs) was clearly part of the original plan (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm. Oh, hell yeah! I, I'm telling you, like they wanted was, a fucking Egyptian temple to put their elephants in.
2: Orientalism, and to an extent, this does include ancient Egypt, was so yeah. in vogue in Europe in these years that it's. I don't want to say. I, I'm going to say it's understandable that this would have been the design choice. It's not given, surprising. Yeah, given given the social cultural like, design fads of the era. The, uh,
0: the, the Oka- do you know what an Okapi is? No. Uh, so it's, it's a, it's in the giraffe family. Uh, they have one in the Baltimore Zoo, actually. Um. Yeah, I still haven't been to the Baltimore Zoo since moving up here. We should do a podcast from the Baltimore Zoo. Oh, I
1: love yeah. the Baltimore I Zoo. am in. Alright. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's so, bring the
0: kids. Okay, so imagine a giraffe. Alright? No. Shrink its neck to just normal animal neck size, <laughs> and you have yourself an Okapi. Uh, so oh they were housed in the, quote, Moorish Temple, unquote, oh no. uh, <laughs> which it. which was a vaguely uh, Orientalist Saracenic building. Um, not as impressive by any means as the Egyptian Temple. Heavens um, no. But still, uh, oh, that's problematic, but they had built other things, you know, like the, the aquarium, the zoo had an aquarium that was, I, I think built in the 20th century. That was very aquarium like, uh, like they've given some dignity to the, uh, chimpanzees and, and, uh, gorillas that live there. They have a much more kind of modern, uh, place to live, um, there was a frilled lizard. I've never seen a frilled lizard before. Uh, that was really cool. I've been wanting to see a frilled lizard forever. Uh, what's they a had frilled a, lizard? Uh, it's like this uh, Australian lizard, but like when you spook it, it goes like... It's, As it's in
1: Frank? The, the Velociraptors in- from Jurassic
2: Park. Yeah, it's what right. they ripped off um, in Jurassic are you guys, Park. Are you too old to remember the Rescuers Down Under? Oh, hell no. Okay, so we're talking Frank. Who's Frank. about to be made exactly. into a lovely lady's purse? Got it. Exactly. Awesome. Hey, it um, says
1: here they used to have a dolphinarium called the Aqua Forum, but I yeah, I the, guess they the realize dolf- that dolphins are bullshit. That's a different yeah, episode, the dolphin- though.
0: So there's a bunch of sea lions uh, in the dolphinarium now. Oh, Because good. apparently, like, there's only some level of marine mammal enslavement that we're willing to take, <laughs> and dolphins were the 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 precipice. Uh, but fuck sea lions. Yeah, uh, totally. Um,
2: they they can't communicate.
0: Uh, what else uh, was impressive? Oh, there was a very sad koala bear. Uh, <laughs> I think because the koala bear wanted to live in Australia and was instead in Antwerp in a little enclosure, uh, and it, it actually had a sign that said "Don't look at me." Uh, I guess because it was stressing out the little koala bear. Um, yeah, so, but you know that's that's the zoo. Uh, be- okay, food. And by food, I assume you mean beer. Um, so, uh, I was also hoping for a free report, but okay. Okay, well, I'll, I'll break it down. So, um, luckily for me, um, well, the first night I was there, I did enjoy some Belgian food. Um, and we went to a brasserie or yeah. or whatever it was called in a bistro or whatever they called uh, it. It br- translates
2: best- to brassiere.
0: Yeah, a Brazier, so it was a tit restaurant. Um and uh <laughs> Tits up Belgium. Um and uh uh, <laughs> uh I enjoyed uh some uh Vertel, uh which I believe is their word for carrot, um <laughs> and just some like beef stew and some frites. Mm. you know, some fries. Um and that was fine. That was okay. Tell me
2: about fine. the beer because I'm going to interject a personal story.
0: Okay, all right, uh, but 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 luckily, I discovered that my path from the hotel to the university, um, there are a number of paths I could go, but one of the paths. Um, involved walking through Chinatown. So for the rest of the trip, I just ate pho and Thai food <laughs> yeah. and Tibetan food. Uh, and uh, there's a really great story I'll have to tell another time where I ended up in like a Thai karaoke bar at like 3 a.m. Um, and uh, everyone everyone in my party wanted me to sing Thai karaoke. Uh, and I do, really didn't want to sing Thai karaoke because <clears> I was tired and it was 3 a.m. So yeah. they would like, Bring the the bartender up to me, and the, in, in English they're like, hey, "He wants to sing a song." And then in Thai, I would tell them that, like, they're drunk. I don't want to sing. Please ignore <laughs> them. <laughs> and then he would say, "Okay," and, and go back. Uh, uh, but that's I'm, for another time.
1: Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm looking at what Belgian cuisine is, and it's exactly that's, what you'd expect. It's like yeah. a mix of German and, and French, but they got uh, get, but. Listen to this. Filet américain. Uh-huh. Very finely minced ground beef eaten raw and cold. It's steak tartare.
0: <laughs> yeah. A- yeah. I mean, I, I went to a steak restaurant. The steak was pretty good. The frites were pretty good there. Um, but again, mostly, uh, yeah. mostly Thai How food. How
1: about pêche au tonne? Or uh, pêche tonne to be
0: trimmed in Antwerp.
1: Half canned or fresh peaches stuffed with a mix of you want to guess? Tuna Hell and be- mayonnaise. No! I heard the tone part yeah. and I was oh. like, that
2: can't be it. Fuck.
1: Did you have any stomp? It's a potato that is any- mashed with vegetables, usually carrots or cabbages, often oh. served with sausages.
0: Yeah, I think oh, you mean stomped, I, We did have stomp because that had the virtual in it
1: too. <laughs> um, Oh wait, one one last one, locerse, Pardenvorst. minced
0: uh, a sausage of some kind. Yeah,
1: uh, say it c- more time. I'll come back. I'll, I'll come back to what it is. Uh, locerse, Pardenvorst. It's mi- right. minced blank sausages with peeled tomatoes, onion, celery, or herbs. Originally from Lockeren. Horse sausage. Oh, ah! I did eat horse. Um, So the we're we're jumping into November episodes, but I have all. Oh, he's gone again. I have also eaten horse, but I was not in Belgium. I was not in IKEA before you. (laughs) I'm going to beat you. I want to.
2: I want to (laughs) clarify that the horse meatballs never made it to the United States. And secondly, (laughs) I have also eaten horse. And also not in Belgium, and also not at IKEA. All right. So well, well, but but that's a preview for that's a full episode.
1: Yeah, that's that, an episode that in uh, in November that's going to air. For
2: but I do
0: need to give a shout out yeah, yeah. to uh, my my friend from Metaphoria who ordered the horse, and he was like, "This is real horse." And the Belgian lady said, "Yeah." And he's like, "Give it to me." And then I had some of his some of his horse. Nice. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, um, uh so uh also inexplicably a lot of people kept asking for IPAs and I'm like we're in fucking Belgium <laughs> you idiots. Uh goddamn morons. Now, uh, <laughs> what's the most famous kind of beer from Belgium?
1: Not that. All right. The, well. the monk one, the trappists or whatever. Uh-huh. That's what I'd uh-huh. say. Uh-huh.
2: Mhm. But specifically, what style is it? A double, triple, quad? Is it Belgian white ales? It's a triple. It's okay. a
0: triple. So so everywhere had their own triple. There are lots of different triples. Triples mm-hmm. uh, generally tend to have 9% alcohol. And I figured it refers, out... Oh, it
2: no. refers to the grain bill.
0: Yeah. Uh, I figured out why. Uh, mm-hmm. Because when you drink it after one and a half... You don't care, you're in fucking Antsworth anymore. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs>
0: and you know what? Drinking three beers is usually what I like to call uh, getting ready to go. Um, but drinking three triples is uh, the <laughs> night. Um, and, and that is why most of my nights in Belgium uh, get kind of foggy <laughs> and ended
1: around 3 to 4 a.m., um, wow! But, because Well, wait—you were there for an academic conference, which usually don't those start at like eight or nine in the morning?
0: Oh, yeah, funny, funny you mentioned that. I definitely presented. Um, you oh, know, God. they really
1: hate me. Uh, you're going, you're going so, like, all right, and today we're going to be looking at this study. Oh, oh it, it gets God. better.
0: <laughs> uh, conferences usually have like some social aspects too. So this conference had a had had a conference dinner followed by dancing uh the dancing yeah, went until 1 a.m i don't know I, conservatively-
1: I, I don't get that like i i don't know uh, after sitting through a day of presentations the last thing i want to do is hang out with these people you know <laughs> it, it can be
0: fun. I mean, when I, I'm sure it's a, when it's philosophers it, and it It 100% depends on different. what
1: sort of conference it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, we go to very different conferences, yes. I should point out. Um, so, uh, the conference uh, party, dinner, was billed to end at 1 a.m. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to bed around 4. Uh, however... Oh, I was slated to present and did present at 9 a.m. Why? Wow. Because the organizers saw my name and said, we hate this guy. Let's make sure no one comes to his
1: presentation. Was your thing Yikes. controversial? Um, uh, no, it wasn't. It was about, uh, Oh uh, god! Like
0: it. it really was. It, it was good. People liked it. Um, Oh, the the guy who was there liked
1: it. Uh, so um, he's, <laughs> yeah, it's just one guy in the back.
0: He's like, I'm glad I woke up for this.
1: I love you. Actually, Professor, I you stayed doing? up for this. I'm going to bed now.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, so so the triple, I, I, again, the triple is great. Uh, however, it, it messes you up because, like, when someone says come on, man, just one more beer. They're saying, really, just drink three more beers at (laughs) once.
2: (laughs) So that math adds up quick. So, Michelle and I, when we were on our honeymoon in Ypres, went to in Flanders Field Museum. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, no. You, you.
1: Well, uh, for anyone not knowing where this is going, he has made... Two extremely depressing metal references in one sentence. (laughs) Woods of Eep and In Flanders Uh, Fields.
2: Yeah. uh, All right, uh, go on. And boy, oh boy. So there's a museum called In Flanders Fields Museum, which is about the First World War. And what they do is they give you uh, a headset when you walk in. And they're like, give us your name your age and your occupation and oh, we'll tell you no. what you would have been doing in the first world war if you were Belgian. Dead. <laughs> yes. Th- it's it's a different pathway oh. to dead. It's fucking crushing. And so Michelle and I went out to lunch afterwards. And I was just like distraught. <laughs> and the restaurant that we went to offered a a flight. And I thought to myself, be responsible. Get the oh, flight. No. You're gonna want to drink ten Belgian beers, but you yeah. can't handle ten Belgian beers. You get the flight and a gas attack. Oh, God. Right. <laughs> so they bring the flight out, and I'm expecting like you know a two or three ounce pour oh, of no. each of these. No, oh, no. <laughs> they brought out like point oh, two liters of each of them. So it's now at this point a full liter of beer. <laughs> oh no oh yeah, uh, yeah I, so i I did pass out in the restaurant and <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and we had rented a car, uh, oh yeah, which Michelle ended up driving back to the uh the bed and breakfast where we were staying, which incidentally was attached to the Saint Bernardus brewery and if you If you're sensing a theme to our honeymoon, this uh-huh. was the portion that I planned, <laughs> yep. <sighs> So I know Matthew. I know of what you speak when they say, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, just have one more." Just one more, and you're like,
0: "I mean, at that point, we're oh. like, hell yeah, <laughs> um, yeah." So that's great. Uh, another great thing, uh, again, is like uh, code switching. Uh, again, because Flemish and English are so close, uh, I had a lot of fun with it, uh, and they were also having a lot of fun with it. So uh, the common like restaurant way to thank someone is Dankavel, uh, which, which most of the wait staff was translating to thank you well which I just, uh, <laughs> was cute um, the, uh, the uh, word for toilet is toiletten uh, so I would go up to waiters and ask for the toilet room uh, and they're like oh right there sir and I was enjoying <laughs> that um, but yeah that's, that's, that's pretty much all there is to say about Belgium um if one was planning to go there, um, I think you should go to Belgium. Uh, I think it's a lovely country, uh, just
2: like uh, Delaware. Like, you should experience <laughs> Delaware. Rehoboth um, is lovely. And actually, I want to interject for a second. For okay, anybody okay. who might be hearing this, before October twenty second, 2022, you absolutely should experience Delaware. And specifically, okay. Brimminghorn Meadery. Where, uh, your friends Eisenmore will be performing live, headlining our triumphant return to the stage and meadery, pouring one out in the old mead hall, October 22nd, 2022 at Briminghorn Meadery. Everybody show up, get your, uh, you know, your shield wall on and buy some bottles of mead. That's right. So,
0: exactly what I was saying, good things happen in Delaware, but at the same time, uh, maybe don't. Plan a week in Delaware. (laughs) Two days is enough. See some highlights. Do your research. Go to the zoo. Hey, take the train.
1: They'll let some beer. They'll let you march right through. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Oh my. Oh my god. (laughs) And or ride your bicycle. That's not cool. Uh, That's not cool.
1: So uh, while you were talking, (laughs) I looked up bands from Antwerp that are still active. So there's a hundred ten of them, so I'm not going to list them all.
2: Wow! But
1: I got that's some, impressive. Uh, all from Antwerp, uh, but I got some good names in here.
2: A- Abrahamic Liars, Black wow. Battle. We can't <laughs> review them because they sound NS. Oh, uh, well,
1: let's let's double check them. I didn't want to. Uh, their lyrical themes are darkness, demons, and destruction. Right. Okay, that's vague enough. <laughs> Diapolis? Alright. <laughs> um, okay, that's like uh the city of gods, I guess.
2: Mm. Is it Diapolis oh. or Diapolis? I don't know. Two Two cities. Cities.
1: How about masturbator spelled <laughs> with M-A-S-T-U-R-B-A-T-O-R with umlauts over the A, the U, the next A, and the O. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh let's see. There there were a couple a couple more. There's Zwevel Storm. Um, I wanna um, put
0: I wanna put um uh Dave's uh uh fears to rest because the logo of Abrahamic Liars is the church on fire. Oh <laughs> it's clearly
2: a, a Christian church with a cross. So you're okay. <laughs> that makes me feel so much more secure. Thank you, man. There's <laughs> Admiral Death Ship. Holy
0: fuck! I mean, if that was going on, I would totally ask them be to all send in. us
2: promos. <laughs> and I or ride on your ship. Yeah, I desperately want to do a metal promo for Admiral Deathship. There's a Butcher, like
1: Butcher but with umlauts over the U. Okay. Let's see. Riven. Funeral Doom. Swartheart. Are they named after the, the video game? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah Svartheart, which I assume is black Heart or blackness or something toxic shock, throat snapper. Uh, winter blind.:
0: Hold on, hold on. I have to get back to Abraham McLaars for a minute. So um, <laughs> as I mentioned before, as I mentioned before, uh, they uh, um, uh, uh, their logo is a burning church. Uh, they also make matches uh and and dave will be familiar <laughs> with this dave uh do you know the Fantoff stave church
2: this how could famous- i how could i forget he's aware <laughs> this, famous- I, you, this is what i thought the minute you said that they make matches and so I was <laughs> like oh okay well i guess i knew who their favorite fucking band is
0: a famous wooden church Wood- well they are dave- nuggets they have a picture of them with their matches watching the Stave Church.
2: Unacceptable. So, brief tangent. <laughs> I, I've been to Fantoft twice. Me too. Yeah. And I've been once with Tim. But this... Maybe I've been thrice. At any rate, one of the times that I went, I talked to the guy like I was wearing my metal vest. And he was like, "Yeah, I saw you coming <laughs> <laughs> and and I talked to him, and I'm like, "Do you have to deal with crazies and stuff like Bursam fans and whatnot?" And he's like, "I make them leave. If you come up here wearing a Bursam shirt, you're going somewhere else <laughs> uh what's so wanna- i'm I'm amazed that they managed to pick a day when he wasn't on duty
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure. Th- you in the photo, you can only see um, the matchbox and um, their uh, the 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 hand. So yeah. they might be incognito here. Yeah, they're probably wearing like a Starland vocal band t-shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so if I may circle back to Admiral Deathship, they they have a single called Necronoma Quest. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right, so there's also Destroy Humanity, Hell Dozer. Opium heathen, the reefer yeah. wizard,
2: <laughs> nice.
1: skull crusher, and sound chaser, which is funny because they relocated to Tenerife, Spain, you know, the Canary Islands where they had that horrible disaster with the planes and the fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess they were chasing the sounds out of Belgium. <laughs> <So> <laughs> all right. That's well, incredible. that's all I got. So, that's, uh, yeah. Scale of one to ten. That's the last we always have to quantify everything here uh, and podcast them down.
0: Well, let's see. So a neutral country is a five.
1: Uh and I'm gonna just
0: I will give Belgium a f- four point five.
1: All right, what if you were there um, for a day and a half? Six. <laughs> nice.
0: Uh I think I think what you do is your base Belgium score is a seven. And you deduct half a point for every day you're there, um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I think I, I really think um, take two days, go to Belgium, pick, go to th- go for four days, spend a day, maybe a day and a half in each city. Go to Antwerp for a day, go to Belgium for Brussels for a day, go to Bruges for a day. Um, take the train up to the the, the Netherlands, you know go to Amsterdam and go on your merry way or take the train the other way, go to France, uh, have a jolly good time. Uh, but yeah, really, I think, um, unless you live there, unless you're Flemish, uh, or a walloon,
1: um, yeah, it's just okay. All right. Well, until next time, metal nation, keep it Flemish.
0: Also, they don't know the word Matthew, because I guess it's Matthias. So when you say your name is Matthew and you go to Starbucks, they write Matty. <laughs> <laughs> In five, four, three. Hail, Nati! Today, we talk about Belgium. And it's just okay. (laughs) That's the cue for the fucking music. And I hit the
1: wrong button. Let's try it again. again. We're leaving all this in though. I'll put it at the end of the episode. Okay, hold on. All right, in. Wait, wait, wait. I'll put my thumb over the right button.
0: One more time.
1: Ready? Wait, no, no. Tell me when. All right. Yes? Go.
2: In. Five. Four. Three.